Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, DeFi Pulse Index. VCs get a discount on SushiSwap. And Robinhood, they have some warnings. That's coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today is Monday, July 19th, 2021. I took the weekend off and I drove up to Pittsburgh. I just wanted to have a weekend off of just, you know, cruising, chilling. Went to this place called the Matrix Factory in Pittsburgh. If you're from Pittsburgh, you know what it is, but I didn't know what to expect. It's an art like installation place, studio, I don't know, old warehouse, old factory or something. Obviously, maybe a mattress factory. It was pretty cool. Uh, walked around the neighborhood in Pittsburgh called the War Streets area or War Streets District. Didn't know that existed. That was pretty cool. And then had a night on the town. The Mets were playing the Pirates, so there was a lot of good vibes in the air. A lot of people on the streets. Really cool town. I think it's an underrated city. I think if you haven't been to Pittsburgh, go check out Pittsburgh. I had a great week. I needed a weekend off. It was my first weekend off, I think, in like eight months. I take, a, you know, a Saturday or Sunday here and there, but I haven't taken a full weekend off in <laughs> like eight months, and I really enjoyed it. And now, let's see if we can enjoy those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. And I'm recording this at 1030 Eastern Standard Time. Bitcoin is in at $30,633, down 3.4% in 24 and 8.5% in 7 days. Ouch. Ethereum is at $1,816, down 6.8%. Teller's in number 3 spot. Binance Coins at 282, down 7.4%. Cardano number 5 at $1.12, down 5.6%. Rounding off the top 10, we have USDC, XRP, Dogecoin, Polkadot, and BUSD. Total market cap, we're at $1.24 trillion. Just keeps going down. Just keeps going down. And a BTC dominance of 46.4%. Ouch. Moving into today's headlines. You guys know DeFi Pulse? Well, DeFiPulse.com is where I usually go to you know, learn the prices of the DeFi space, how much total lock value is in the DeFi space. So if I report on how much lock value is in, say, Aave or Compound or just the whole space in general, I go to DeFi Pulse. But I also didn't know that they had a, an index fund. It's called DeFi Pulse Index. Pretty straightforward. Or the token is DPI. And it is an index fund of the 10 most popular DeFi tokens on Ethereum. From Lend, Compound, to Maker, and so on and so forth. This is a DeFi token that is an ERC-20 that provides you exposure to all 10 tokens. And the tokens rebalance every month to reflect the state of the market. Basically, instead of trying to buy all the DeFi tokens yourself and managing your own portfolio and buying a little here and a little there, this ERC-20 just does it for you. You can hedge the market with it. Uh, it's also cheaper for buying the tokens. I think it's trading at around, what, $247 today. And I, I think it's a pretty cool tool. I didn't know it existed. I just want to share that with you. So if you wanted to check it out, it's a DPI on CoinMarketCap. Um, and you can buy it at places like Crypto.com, eToro, and Uniswap. This is not an advertisement. It's just me telling you something exists that I didn't know existed before. 
This is an interesting one. Zero X Maki, who is the de facto leader of SushiSwap, made a proposal on July 8th to make SushiSwap cheaper for venture capitalists. So Zero X Maki's proposal suggests selling about a quarter of the governance tokens in the treasury at around a 20 to 30% discount. So far, 21 investors, including Polychain, Dragonfly Capital, and others, have committed for about $60 million in the sale. Uh, there's a lot of controversy, obviously, about this, and opinions, obviously, on both sides of the argument. FTX Exchange CEO Sam bankman fried said, Some VCs are very connected and influential, and knowledgeable, and smart, and they will fucking fight for you. Adam Cochran, a venture capitalist, said, Investing in protocols is their full-time job, and their livelihood. Many VCs stay very well informed about governance issues in their portfolio companies, obviously because this is their livelihood. There are some negatives. Some people say that it needlessly makes the protocol less democratic. And while some other ideas are people are just giving some alternatives to this, saying, hey, okay, fine, if you sell it to the VCs, make sure that they lock up their tokens for four years and just aren't flipping out of the market because they're getting for cheaper and then selling on the open market. Also, um, 30%, that's a deep cut. What about only 15%? So there's a lot of discussion back and forth. We'll see how this rolls out. What's your opinion? Do you think they should give VCs a discount to bring in capital to get people more involved? And remember, these VCs have influence and they can amplify the voice of SushiSwap and DeFi and all kinds of different things. Or should they just leave it alone? Matthew Aaron at Decrypt.co. Send me your opinion. Robinhood. It disclosed on Monday that it intends to raise over $2 billion in its upcoming IPO. And it said that it will reserve about 35% of its shares for its customers. And that will be priced at around 40 bucks a share. The company says that it has 18 million customers using its stock and crypto buying service. However, Robinhood revealed that it expects its third quarter revenue to drop as the platform is getting lower trading volumes, especially in the crypto sector. By the way, remember, for Robinhood, crypto is very important. 17%, that's 1-7%. 17% of its Q1 revenue came from crypto trading. It also known that 34% of its crypto revenue, or 6% of its overall revenue, that's 6%, came just from Dogecoin. I would like to see how much GameStop and AMC contributed to their overall revenue, but Dogecoin, 6% of its overall revenue, that is insane. You know, this could be just a Robinhood flash in the pan, black swan event, a Robinhood bubble that is. I mean, nobody was expecting Dogecoin, nobody was expecting GameStop, AMC. What if they never really recovered to its previous glory because the trading space just kind of changes? We'll have to wait and see. I'm still bullish though. I'm still bullish. Binance Coin. BNB announced yesterday that it just completed its 16th quarterly BNB token burn, removing 1.3 million BNB tokens out of circulation. How much is that? Well, it's damn near $400 million. <sighs> I mean, just burned $400 million. I mean, no, couldn't use that at all. Kathy Wood's ARK Invest has boosted his portfolio with another batch of Square shares. Square shares. Shares of Square. <laughs> that was another hard one to say. Anyway, they bought around $53.7 million worth of stock, and that's $225 thousand shares and so why is this relevant to this show well jack dorsey likes bitcoin square huddles bitcoin on their balance sheet and well ark invest it seems that they huddle any company that has significant portions of their balance sheet in bitcoin what do they huddle right now coinbase square tesla 
So if you are a startup right now, maybe you should just buy a crap ton of Bitcoin, hold on your balance sheet, and just wait for ARK Invest to come in and give you money. Decentralized finance giant Aave said it would launch an alternative to Twitter using Ethereum this year. And this is another discussion I want to have. How is this going to work and is it going to be any good? I've seen a lot of decentralized social media companies come out. I mean, we just had a discussion just the other day of somebody who's working on it. His name was Ben. Please listen to that conversation on Friday. And, you know, Minds.com. And then we have, uh, what was the one, the messaging app on Ethereum? I can't remember the name off the top of my head. But, oh, Status, which the owners then just kind of, like, disappeared. Nobody could find them. I don't know if that they were ever found, but they probably just took off with, like, all kinds of money. Because that's what, because that's what owners in the crypto space do when they find that their project doesn't work. And they still have money locked up. And they're like, okay, let's just get out of here. But will this actually work? And, by the way, I'm not saying that's what Aave is going to do or anything but is this actually going to work? You know, I've been waiting for these decentralized systems to come out and actually work and make a product that we all want and love to use. But yet, it hasn't yet. So, is this it? Ave, kill it. Kill the game, please. So we can have alternatives and see what this decentralized future looks like. And finally, this is some responsibility news. Thorchain is a decentralized liquidity protocol. Some kind, some kind of weird-ass hack happened the other day, and it affected about $5 million. And they said, you know what? This burden is not going to go to anybody else but us. We messed up. And they're taking that money from the Thor chain treasury, approximately $5 million, like I said, and it'll be used to compensate to make sure that everybody is made whole again. And I just love that. I love when these protocols or companies or, or, or whatever, they put like contingency plans within their business models. Like you, you might get hacked. There might be a vulnerability. There might be a smart contract, whatever. But just at least, you know, understand that that could happen and put some money aside for it, especially if you have the money to do so. You don't need to be greedy. Just put it aside. And I'm happy that they did that. And I'm happy that they said, hey, we're going to take this and make you compensated for what happened. That is is responsibility and this was a vulnerability found in their chaos net and this multi-chain chaos net it allows people to swap assets across five different blockchains from binance chain to bitcoin bitcoin cash ethereum and litecoin and you know even though this is disappointing and even though this is a vulnerability and even though door chains token rune is down from its all-time high of 21 dollars and 50 cents or 21 dollars and 56 cents and it's sitting at like what three dollars and 60 cents right now which is massive drops i mean there's a lot of drops across the market but that's a big one and it probably sends them back a little bit these kind of things actually set you up for to be more resilient and stronger in the future you need to plan that these things are going to happen and then when you actually show responsibility and step up and put money where your mouth is and say we're going to make you whole that's what you make a great company and we saw binance do it we saw different companies do it and now the change do it it's kind of making me happy Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. I'll be back tomorrow. Same Matt time, same Matt channel. Don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts, like, subscribe, share, and leave us a comment. And until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone.